0: This is the Direct Booking Success Podcast, bringing you the information you need to increase your direct bookings. I'm your host, Jen Boyles. As an owner and manager myself, I know how hard it can be to navigate the short-term rental industry. I'm here to help so you too can have direct booking success. Hello and welcome to this episode of the Direct Booking Success Podcast. Today, we're speaking with Jody Bourne. She will be speaking at the Direct Booking Summit in September. Jody, welcome to the podcast.
1: Hey, Jen. I forgot to say while we go, we have the same initials, JB, JB. I know, I know. Well, I
0: think we are twins in a, in another life, definitely. <laughs> let's start. Now, I, I would like to say that everybody knows who you are, but there are some people who might have been living in a cave or under a rock, you know, maybe over here in England, out in the country.
1: So could you tell us a little bit about who you are? Yes. And I don't think anybody knows who I am. So I appreciate it when you say that. That's embarrassing. So let's see. I am me. I'm Jody Bourne and I've been doing strictly vacation rental marketing since oh, I started my business in 2017, just vacation rentals. And then before that I was doing tourism and like local city CVB marketing and events, marketing, music venue marketing for four years before that, where I worked hand in hand with, tourism bureaus. That's what they're called here. They're called CVBs in the States. And we, so I won a grant, a $50,000 grant for my business to help promote events in a city that's near me, a medium-sized city, 50,000 people. And that was so exciting. And I fell in love with tourism. As you know, I'm a Texan and Texans have all this Texas pride, but we also have a lot of history and art and you know, people don't know about all the things there are to do in Texas. So it was like such a natural fit for me to be able to help people promote this area and the state that I love so much. So that was wonderful. <clears throat> Before that, I had, you know, I was a PR major. I had worked for nonprofits and all sorts of different industries, including digital marketing, the digital marketing industry and the information products. So I just have this Extensive experience in all sorts of different businesses and industries, and so I, when I started my own business, I was so excited because I got to just kind of choose my own clients, and you know how that is, right? You, yes, definitely you get to you, uh, you and know, you're the boss, you're, right? Unless <laughs> your <laughs> electricity's about to go out, and you have to take some kind of job, to, some kind of project, doing something. That it luckily hasn't happened in a while, a long, long while, but yeah, it's so I've been doing vacation rentals specifically since 2017. And I love it. My first vacation rental client was in, uh, was this month. I was looking through my memories the other day on Facebook and it was this month in 2014. So it was a property management company. Great. So what,
0: what made you want to specialize just in vacation rentals? What was it that, that drew you in? Cause a lot of a lot of experts in the business have come from owning a property, and you don't own a property, so but you're coming from the marketing side. What was it that made you want to really dial down, I guess as you, as you will,
1: into vacation rentals? So really, it was because a couple things. One was because when I got that grant for the CDB, they their grant process excluded vacation rental owners. Oh but hotels, even the smallest, tiniest little hotel could qualify. But a vacation rental didn't qualify because they didn't at the time, this was 2013 was when I won the grant. They didn't see it as a real business, you know? And I thought that was wrong and unfair. And even the people that, you know, ran the CVB agreed with me, but it wasn't there, you know, this was the chamber of commerce created the grant they didn't they just agreed with me and i was like you know these people really need some help then so then when i did find this position with this i was a marketing director for a property management company and they had they were a big company not the most organized and they did not care about their guests experience they they didn't i mean small town lots of tourists I mean, the town I'm from is like one of the biggest in the hill country for tourism. It's a small town, but big with tourism. And they just didn't treat their guests well because they had so many. They didn't have to. They didn't have to care. They weren't on the Airbnb. So and so then I kind of got heartsick about the guest experience. And I thought, you know, if you own your own rental or rentals or a small boutique agency where you can keep it small Not to say that the big agencies like Heathers, I know, did a great job, but it just it just seemed like such a natural thing. So when I left them, actually, I again I'm in a small, really small town. I left them and put a big Facebook post up about that. I was freelancing now. And I had five or 10 clients of just the owners within you know the next six months. So it's a natural progression. And again, being in a small town, pretty soon I had worked for so many of the owners here that one of them asked me not to do locally anymore. She asked if I would not work for her competition, right? <laughs> I was like, oh, well, yeah, that makes sense. So and that was in 2017. It's when I really started bridging out to nationally in the U.S., all over the U.S. So I think, it, so to answer your question, succinctly, ha, huh? <laughs> is I love I love the people and I love helping small business owners. And I also love tourism. So this was such a natural fit But these, most of the people I work with are very small business owners and they love tourism too. So. Yes. And who doesn't want a holiday? I think is. (laughs) <laughs> it doesn't want a holiday my my new tagline tell me what you think <laughs> my new tagline is I no one enjoy no. no oh, I forgot it no one cares about your guest experience more than I more than they do I care about your guest experience as much as they do they meaning your guests yeah somebody wrote that for me I didn't write it myself yeah but no that's great
0: yeah that really, really do. good yeah yeah. Well, that's it. Us in this business, you know, your guest is the most important part of your business.
1: Mm-hmm.
0: You know, and I think sometimes you see companies that have gotten a little bit. You know, they're property management companies that are scaling, and they're so intent on bringing on new properties that they forget why they're there in the first place. And
1: it's I hospitality, agree. And then you also run into those who one or two properties but they're really just in it for the money. You know, they don't, yeah. they're, they're buying the cheap towels and not providing any toilet paper and all of those things that make me cringe. Because, yeah, you know, I don't
0: understand why anyone would stick one roll of toilet paper for someone there for a week and say,
1: you have to go buy your own. Come on, yeah. we're on holiday. Let's exactly. treat them right. That's exactly right. So uh, we we agree on the philosophy of the guest experience, I know.
0: Yes, definitely. And, you know, it's really great because we both have very similar background and very similar skill sets. Yeah. And I love that we have connected over the Direct Booking Success Summit last year, and you're coming back to speak this year, which I'm so excited about. Tell us a bit more about your
1: background and your life there down in Texas. Oh, <laughs> Well, I am a fifth-generation Texan. In England, that's not as impressive as it is in the U.S., because you are like 18th generation everywhere. Yeah, but in Texas, that's a fairly big deal. That means my family came here to Texas in the 1840s. I grew up on the farm that my great-great-grandparents had in East Texas. And now my husband and I live in Central Texas near Austin, the city of Austin. I'm about 10 minutes, 15 minutes away, I guess, from Austin. And my parents live close by. We're in an area called the Hill Country, which is really a, a beautiful, beautiful area. And my kids are grown. My youngest, Katie, is 21. Well, she'll be 21 in November. And she's often, Austin, living with her boyfriend and going to college and all the fun 21-year-old things that they get to do, which means she doesn't ever call her mommy. Yeah. Oh. And- <laughs> And then I have two older kids, AJ and Savannah, are in their uh, late 20s, early 30s. And my dogs, Jolene and Oscar, Jolene's little buddy. And Michael and I travel a lot. We both own our own businesses. And we I say I'm a professional guest. That's another thing that I bring to the table that's not from the owner perspective. I bring the guest perspective because I've stayed at more than 100 vacation rentals since 2013. Um, and I'm just... That I think is really important to see that guest experience. Um, one of the things I tell people all the time is a lot of people think the guest experience starts when they walk through the door, but yeah. that is, yeah. I believe, guest experience starts the minute they find you, whether that's on social media or they found your website somewhere. That's exactly, or exactly Airbnb, yeah. You know, so if you're listening on Airbnb starts with absolutely no smoking or a $500 fine, <laughs> that. What are you telling your guest with that?
0: <laughs> yeah, exactly. No, the guest experience starts right away from the moment they see you. That's exactly right. Yeah. yeah. So many people don't so many people don't get that. No. Nope. You know? No, nope, they don't. There yeah. it's that more heads on beds mentality, which, you know, it's just mm-hmm. not, it just doesn't fit with what hospitality means. Right, exactly. So tell me what you are up to today. I know you mentioned Heather a minute ago and you're talking about Heather Bear. Tell us a bit about what you guys are up to.
1: Okay. Well, Heather, I have been blessed beyond measure that Heather has kind of taken me under her wing. Someone recommended me to her podcast in 2018. It was the first time I was on her podcast with uh, talking about Instagram. And we just hit it off and it became very dear friends. And I love her to death, but she too says we're sisters, but she, and she came to me a couple of years ago. She had a program that she wanted to put out she wanted me to be a part of it. And she'd asked other industry leaders. And that was like, it was supposed to launch in March of 2020. Oh, good timing. Right. (laughs) Right. So that whole thing got, you know, we, nobody knew what the industry, you know, you know how it was. Well, we didn't know what was happening with the world, did we? Let alone our job in the industry. Exactly. No, had no idea. So she put that on hold and we didn't talk about it again. And then this past year and I spoke at the Vacation Rental Women's Summit in New Orleans, and she was there and, and we talked. And she asked if I'd be interested in just partnering with her on a, a, basically a big course, we're calling it Vacation Rental Business School. And that's what it is. It is Vacation Rental Business School. I believe there's going to be like eight or nine modules really packed with information about property management companies, but also any individual owner who wants to come to build their professionalism. So to build in these systems and tools and operations, we have lessons of marketing, social media marketing, digital marketing, advertising, just, and it's a really good strategy. And then, so she's handling a lot of the operation stuff. That's, of course, her forte is the operations and behind the scenes. And for property management companies, there's lots of a module on owner acquisition helping how do you find new owners, how do you market to those owners. There's another module on human resources and how to hire and what these, you know, job descriptions should look like. So it's just going to be a really robust course. And what we're excited about is that anybody can take it. So, you know, even if you don't, if you're not a property management company and you don't care about owner acquisition, that module is there, but you don't have to take it. There's much, much more in it that's, that's helpful for you. So, we are super excited. We're planning to launch the beta in August. And so, that and we're taking applications now at the end of the podcast. I'll give you my website address so they can find that if, if anybody's interested in it.
0: Yeah, we'll um, definitely yeah. launch. We'll definitely link that in the show notes because it sounds like you sound like the dream team, you know, the, mar- <laughs> the marketing and the operations. No, I'm really serious. I think it sounds like a great idea. I really do, and I think that
1: you'll be quite successful with it.
0: With your yeah,
1: one thing where I'm excited about on the marketing perspective is a lot of people teach tactics, and by tactics, I mean how to use Instagram, and I do too. Mm. In my some of my courses and things that I've, I've sold, it's all about you know how do you use Instagram, how do you create reels, how do you do this? But this is a such a broad, it's a good overview of each type of strategy, so they'll be able to take this strategy no matter what new tool comes out next week, you know, they'll be able to understand the strategy behind what they're doing rather than just, Oh, now I know how to use, you know, Facebook groups. So yes. I I'm really excited about that. You know, yeah, it's, a, no, it's a business school.
0: And that's a great point to make. We, all of us teach uh, tactics and tips and whatnot. And it's sort of a quick win where the strategy is what's behind it all and what will help you be successful in what you're doing, won't it? Right, exactly. And both of you are coming back to speak at the Direct Booking Success Summit in September. I'm so excited that you both have said yes to come back, you and, and Heather. So I want you to tell everyone what you're going to be talking about this year.
1: So I actually forgot, I was going to look up the title of mine. My- <laughs> oh, getting- Why don't I ask you again and put the title in there? How about that? Not put you on the spot. Well, I know what I'm going to be speaking of. I don't know the title. This is it? So, basically, I'm going to be talking about what how you should be successful on social media. What is the the thing that you need with with social media to be successful? The secret sauce, I guess you will, of being successful on social media. And just a, I, I have a, a social media framework that I've been teaching a while, so I'm just gonna kind of dive into that social media framework for success.
0: That'll be great. Sort of the overall strategy,
1: isn't it, of using social media in your marketing? Yeah, and one of the things that I'm, I'm putting in there. In fact, I was just getting it together because it's due next week, right? Our, yeah, <laughs> or two Is how to know which social media you should be using. So I'm doing a kind of a quiz at the beginning of the of the talk, where they can, you know, actually go through and go, okay, well, maybe I don't need to be trying to use TikTok. <laughs>
0: Yeah. That's a great idea. Oh, everyone will love that. That'll be
1: brilliant. It's it's such a question I get all the time and I'm sure you do too. Yeah. People are like, how do I do all the things? Well, you don't. Well, it's that shiny, it's that shiny
0: object syndrome where, oh my God, reels, I've got to do reels. Everyone's doing reels, you know, and then you spend all this time, you know, investing into it, your time, your money, trying to figure it out when maybe your entire guest, you know, base is
1: sitting on Facebook you know? Right. Oh, I, I know it's, you know, I, I like Instagram and I think it works for almost any business, ex- but there are some that it doesn't. I told, I was just telling somebody the day, the other day, I did an audit for him that he needed to be on LinkedIn. Mm-hmm. You no, know, he was a high rise, nice, modern building in, you know, a large city. He needs to be promoting his business to businesses, you know, yeah. to, you know, this was, he was in
0: Dallas. Well, don't get me started with LinkedIn. I love it. I think do it's you? such I do. I think it's such a great platform. I really do. You I need to teach did. me
1: LinkedIn.
0: There yeah. <laughs> <laughs> we go. <laughs> We'll do some skill swapping. There we go. Yeah, that sounds like a good plan. Brilliant. So the summit's coming up in September. What are you looking forward to, or is there anything that you want besides learning LinkedIn? Is there anything else that you would like to learn, maybe at the summit?
1: <laughs> you know, I just always I like I I listened to them. I listened to all of the videos last year. I really like knowing what others are saying and talking about and. Sometimes it's completely the same. We all say the same things in different ways, you know, because we all have our individual teaching styles and, and fortes, you know, but I also like hearing the new things. So I, I like learning what others are doing, what others are suggesting and seeing if I can bring it to my clients as well. Sometimes some things, you know, it's, it's easy to, when you're like we are, and we're in the industry and we have clients and we have, you know, courses and groups and all these things. A lot of times people see us as the, the expert, which we are because we make time to be the expert. That, right, I mean, right? I'm yeah. sure just like you, just I mean, just like me, you're probably waking up three times a week, reading a newsletter from somebody about the latest marketing trend or the latest Instagram thing. Definitely. We never I mean, stop learning never stop learning. And so that's, you know, that's really one of the, I personally subscribe to a course or a membership that I'm in about social media marketing, just because I want to stay on top of the trends and I want to see what works for my clients. And so Mm -hmm. I really, that's why I'm so excited about all. I'm also doing the Damien Sheridan's direct booking thing that's in Miami. Oh, the book direct show. You're going to be in
0: Miami in person.
1: Yes. Wow. Yes. Great. So I'm excited because it's really marketing-focused as well. So, you know, I kind of, some of the data conferences and all of those kind of go over my head. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> they don't go over my head. It's just boring.
0: <laughs> yeah. Well, that's it.
1: The marketing stuff's way more interesting, isn't it? Yeah, it does. It does one thing I do, I was gonna tell you this before we got on live, is I start i started a collection of websites from other uh, people. So every time I go to these conferences or whatever, I pull, I have a, a bookmark of just other people's websites to look at and get ideas from too. So I, I love because I'm a website designer, so I love seeing what other people have done and you know how they're how they're managing their websites. That's my yeah. creative outlet. So it's like painting a picture.
0: Yeah. No, me too. I I've signed up to a million newsletters. I have an email address that's just for newsletters. So I don't have to see them on a daily basis. Mm -hmm. But when I want to, I can go in and read them all. And yeah, websites as well. I want to see what everyone's doing. And what makes me probably the proudest is when I see something that a client of mine has produced. So Mm -hmm. uh, just was it yesterday, the day before I got a newsletter from somebody that I that I've worked with. And I was just bursting. I just wrote back right away and just said, this is amazing.
1: You know, know. it's so wonderful, isn't it? It's the best thing. It's better than a review. You know, if you a review and tell you have, you know, that you taught them this or you did that, but then when you get one of their newsletters or you see a social media post, I had a client the other day that did her first reel and it was badass. It was so (laughs) awesome. And I'm like, I was crying. I showed my husband, look, because when, you know, we really, when you, you can see the impact that you have on people learning and booking, you know, when you, when you know that you helped them better their business, it's just, there's nothing, there's nothing better for me. No, me um, too. I told somebody just yesterday, I, if I was independently wealthy, I would probably still do this for free because yeah. I love it so much. Oh, that's you know, brilliant. More, more for free than like the consulting, like the, the consulting clients. I really like working with those and the, and then the websites because it's my creative outlet. I love doing web, web design, but yeah. you know, it's hard to mark the marketing of ourselves, as you know, the hardest others, part, the hardest part is, is marketing hardest. yourself. It is. Yeah. And we're both, I think a little, I'm not as out there as some of the other experts. Like I don't, I can't really just project myself all the time, or I don't feel like I'm very good at that. So.
0: Well, I think you're great at it. So I think that's just yourself telling yourself that, (laughs) but I know I'm not going to see you and I'm not going to see myself dancing around and pointing on reels. It's not our, it's not our personality. And the great thing about marketing it in our space is that we don't have to we don't have to do everything that everybody else is doing we can stay in our own lane and just do what feels
1: right for us and it works exactly. and authenticity is one of the things that you know i teach and i know you that you teach mm-hmm. to clients and students is you know be yourself and if if yourself is you know doesn't want to dance then don't dance there you go that's a brilliant quote <laughs> Don't dance. That is I mean, brilliant. I had uh, one client who was in Hawaii and she uh, has a couple of condos in Maui. And we started working together years ago. And she was very hesitant to put anything of herself out there on her social media. And then I found out that she's a painter. She paints wow, yeah, full flowers and floral paintings. And so now she's selling her artwork from her Instagram. <laughs> Oh, wow. <laughs> from her, that's her property Instagram, because I convinced her to do both to, to show this love of her, you know, this beautiful life that she has. Yeah. Um, well, being personal yeah. on social media doesn't mean you have to
0: tell everybody your deepest and darkest secrets, no. you know, but just sharing something personal, you know, I you think. Have
1: that, a pers- that You are a person. Yes.
0: Yes. Not a nameless, faceless corporation. Right. You know? Although- We've got enough of those in the world. Yes. Oh, yes, we do. So can you tell me before we end here, this has been a brilliant chat. What does maybe from the guest experience point of view, or maybe if you're helping your clients, what does direct booking success mean to you?
1: Well, so for me, I fully, you know, I do have clients that are 100% book direct, but that is a very hard, right? I mean, you know, that's that's really hard. So for me, direct booking success should be less about, oh, I have to be 100% because of this reason and more about I want to diversify my marketing and I want to be open to as many channels that are open to me and I want to own my own piece of the real estate. So when you have your own website and you have your own, you know, your own PMS where you can take direct bookings and you have your own marketing in place, even if you're only doing 20% direct bookings or 5% to start, you know, starting out, it's just going to be, you know, kind of difficult. But even when you have that, it's a completely different aspect of who you are as a business. You are no longer dependent on Airbnb who may decide tomorrow that they no longer want any, want to, you know, promote any more cabins or Mm -hmm. TVs or, you know, cottage houses. You know, you're you're at the mercy of them all the time. So when you have your own ownership in your business, then, then that's success. And so I see the success of that is, you know, the very first step is, is just to say to yourself, I am a business owner and rather than I have a property on Airbnb and you, you know, a lot of people say, you know, what do you do? Oh, I have a property on Airbnb. no. You are a business owner. You own a vacation rental business. So that to me is success. For, you know, and I, I like helping them get to the point where they can say, I no longer need Airbnb or VRBO or this or that. I can, you know, maybe I won't have as many bookings next month, but I've, I've had a client that I had them close their calendar. They didn't believe me. And I said, just close your calendar on Airbnb for three months, way far out, you know, like your six month out calendar and let's see what happens. And within a month and a half, they were fully booked. So a lot of it is just, you know, taking that. <laughs> yeah, no, that's <laughs> the leap of faith sometimes, isn't it? It's a leap of faith. Yes, yeah. it is. It is. And now they only use, they only use on Instagram. I mean, Airbnb now is a lead magnet, you know, people will see their listing and then search for them because they're very well branded. So yeah. So, yeah, that's success. And you know what? I was going to say this too, is a lot of Etsy is the same way. And if you run an Etsy shop, you still need your own shop. You still need your own physical, your own presence as a business because Etsy can go bankrupt tomorrow or, you know, kick you off tomorrow for whatever reason. So always own your own thing. Yeah, definitely. Definitely. Well,
0: thank you so much for coming on. Please let us know where listeners can find you. I'm in Texas near Austin, but <laughs> <laughs> maybe
1: finally online. <laughs> okay. Uh, so I'm Jody Bourne, J O D I B, as in boy, born. I guess you'll have a link probably in your show notes. Is Jason Bourne a thing there? He's a. Yeah, definitely. Yeah. Born, I mean, obviously, born identity with, so and yeah, born identity. I'd always say that Jason Bourne's not my brother, but um, and then I'm also at Hey Jody Bourne on Instagram and then Hey Jody Bourne on Facebook, and I'm also on LinkedIn. I'm on all the places you can find me. I just may not reply to you on LinkedIn for a month or so. <laughs> <laughs> um, but it it just- forever.
0: Yeah. <laughs> Brilliant. Well, thank you so much for coming on. And yes, we'll link to you in the show notes. And I can't wait to see and hear your presentation at the Direct Booking Success Summit, which is coming up the 27th to the 29th in, of September. So awesome. I just can't wait.
1: Thanks so much. I'll get it to you in time. Yes. Remember, <laughs>
0: Yes. Last year was our, was our probably biggest sort of tech hiccup, but who, you know what, it worked out in the end. Yeah, it did. Okay. Thanks Thanks Debbie. Okay. Thank you for listening to the direct booking success podcast. For more information about this episode and others, head to the website, directbookingsuccess.com. See you next week.